This is Dr. Daniel Van Ingen with this week's parenting podcast on a token economy and personal responsibility, affection, and interests. A lot of families have token economies or reward systems. And when you have a chore chart or discipline chart on the refrigerator or some kind of reward system on a marker board that's in the kitchen, um, it brings consistency, clarity, direction, and clear expectations that are really helpful for children. Here's an example of some items that families may have. I don't want to talk about some of the pros and cons, but here are some reward systems that families have set up. So make your bed, you get two tokens. Uh, Clean up your bedroom, you get two tokens. If you brush your teeth, you get two tokens. If you clean up your toys, you get two tokens. You clear the dishes, you get two tokens. You're ready for bed on time. In other words, you go through the bedtime ritual, uh, you get two tokens. Now, what can you do with each of these tokens? One Netflix episode uh, costs five tokens. A play date at a friend's house, ten tokens. Uh, One hour of the PS4, five tokens. Um, Extra five minutes of snuggle time, uh, two tokens. Um, And then you lose things. Um, If you throw things, you lose four tokens. If you have a temper tantrum, and we'd have to define what that is, you lose so many tokens. Hitting, aggression, uh, you lose uh, five tokens. Uh, Interruptive behavior, back-talking. Uh, you lose three tokens. So these are all examples of a reward system. Now, let me go through some of the things because I want to emphasize personal responsibility, affection, and interests. So for example, uh, or in the area of personal responsibility, if you assign rewards, such as two tokens to cleaning up your bedroom, um, one of the things that we want to get at as parents is personal responsibility. So you may not have expected chores as part of the reward system. Um, and so part of it is being a contributor to the family. And part of it is is an expectation of the family. Uh, and And so you don't put that in the reward system. You don't put that as part of the token economy. And so I think you want to, I think healthy families have things that kids do that are a part of their personal responsibility and being a contributor to the family. And this helps them to grow in their ability um, to become an independent human being. So what do you reward? First, let me go through the second one, affection. I mentioned one of the rewards uh, if you, what you can do with the tokens, you know, buy a Netflix episode, uh, an hour play date at a friend's house, an hour um, of the PS4, the Xbox. Um, but I mentioned extra minutes, 5, 10, 15 minutes of snuggle time. I think you don't, I, don't, I think you don't want to reward uh, personal affection time. I think that is a part of the relationship. That is part of the love attachment. If you increase or decrease love attachment time um, and tie it to rewards, I think that's a problem because what we want to move away from is a conditional relationship and move towards an unconditional loving relationship. A third, I mentioned interests. Uh, What we want to do is 
Ty rewards two activities uh, that um, that your kids are doing, but we don't want to tie uh, rewards to activities that they already are interested in. So whether it's music or whether it's sports or whether it's reading, um, and you've heard me on past parenting podcasts discuss how rewarding activities that kids already enjoy undermines their intrinsic motivation. And so if they're already interested in it, like playing the piano, we don't want to reward either money or within the token economy, whether you're using chips or tokens, we want to avoid incorporating activities that kids already are interested in in our token economy. So personal responsibility. Affection is unconditional. And maintain their interests without incorporating so what do we reward? What can the the reward system be tied to? So one thing to consider is these things of what not to do. But having consistency where they can earn tokens, they can buy things with their tokens, and, uh, and then there's uh, certainly behaviors where they can lose tokens. And so you might have it set up to where they start out with 20 tokens no matter what. But behaviors do result in losing tokens. So that would be one way to do it. And then, so say if they had four temper tantrums uh, where they slammed the door and, and said, you're the worst mom in the world, for each tantrum, they lose four tokens. So if they had four of those that week, and they have, so they've lost 16 tokens, well, for one Netflix episode or one movie that costs five tokens, they don't have enough. So that's one way to do it. You start out with tokens and then you lose tokens according to behavior. The key is having that chart on the refrigerator. It's consistent. You follow through and you identify what are the rewards that the kids um, can pursue. And then it's consistency. And then it's follow through. How else would you tie rewards to expected behaviors. Well, as I mentioned, personal responsibility, it is expected that you brush your own teeth as part of your personal hygiene. It is expected that you clean up your bedroom to contribute to the family. It is expected that you uh, follow through on the bedtime ritual. But what can you do? You might reward above and beyond behavior, above and beyond chores that don't fall into expected chores and responsibilities. And so you might incorporate earning tokens that way as well. This is Dr. Daniel Van Ingen with this week's parenting podcast on the token economy, as well as personal responsibility, affection, and interests, not rewarding activities kids are already interested in.